0: everybody it's robert and i'm here with my sidekick paul martinez hey everybody so we're at fifth ranger training battalion if you've been watching a couple of the uh, previous episodes you'll probably see a theme we're sitting here in the ranger training ranger instructor training room right is that correct thomas yeah so um this is where they uh they get all their instruction and learn how to be a ranger instructor and uh, so it all starts right here. Um, appreciate these guys allowing us to be here to uh, talk with each of you. And so, uh, of course, welcome to the Mentor for uh, Mill podcast, Thomas. Appreciate you coming on, man. Oh, thank you, sir. My pleasure. Man, God, don't call me, sir. It makes me feel really old, man. Um, I already looked the part, so um, th- it helps. Um, so, at any rate, uh, where, where's home, Thomas? I mean, well, 19 years in the Army, I got to think
1: back to when I joined. I'm actually just down the road here to the south. Uh, I grew Are up in really? Stone Mountain, McDonough.
0: No, Jordan, lie. yeah. Went
1: you're, through the Atlanta Mets. You're a Georgia
0: boy then, through and through here then. Yes. <laughs> Raised by a northerner, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mild accent. <laughs> yeah, 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 because you don't have the true, like, deep, born, raise. That's correct. Yeah. Didn't pick it up even with all your travel back.
1: No, no. I spent 10 years in Italy, so if anything, I lost more of an accent there.
0: Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You didn't pick up
1: uh, a, a good, little bit. Yes. <laughs> picked up an Italian wife. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> had to enunciate my words better. Uh, excellent. <laughs> yeah, I respect it.
0: Yeah. I respect it. I'm married to an Italian as well. So, nice. um, yeah, yeah, it is nice. Um, so <laughs> the uh, the humble beginnings that were anybody in the, was anybody in the military, you know, being around in Georgia, we're so close to so many different installations and stuff. So retired military or active, you know, no. former? No. Actually, No. Uh, I had dropped out of school in 2001,
1: I was working full time, and uh, I saw Black Hawk down. And I knew right there, like, I wanted to be an Airborne Ranger. Uh, couldn't get the Option 40 contract when I joined because of the GED, but uh, mm-hmm. I was 17, my mom signed, and I shipped off to Basic.
0: Okay. 11 x-ray,
1: infantry recruit, and spin the roulette wheel. (laughs)
0: Nice. When you got there, uh, what was the MOS that they ended up picking out for you? Infantry. Was it? Okay, because, you know, Paul got the... I don't know was it the raw end of the deal or you'd probably uh, not say it's that still but 11 Charlie's still infantry yeah, yeah. Mike is the one. worst
2: part of the infantry Chuck.
0: well when they had the mechanized Mike was the one that nobody wanted it's oh, like yeah. you're going you're going Mike <laughs> well, no 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 that's not what I wanted but yeah yeah. And yeah, for those guys and everything so did you pick up airborne in the contract or is it something you got when no. you were when okay. I went
1: to my first unit a uh, couple months after being there I actually got airborne school
0: really, really? So, where yeah. was that
1: at uh, Fort Benning
0: No. Yeah. Really.
1: where'd you go uh funny story uh out of the 12 of us who went to benning you know i'm thinking oh rock of the Marne. i mean those yeah. guys just tore it up in iraq yeah and uh half of us went to third id and the other half went to main post benning oh. so my first little chunk in the army i was just uh an ops kid wow. so uh, i got airborne school from that so you were working for the, the AG? ag pldc oh we're going going way back it's probably pnoc in your day yeah
0: yeah yeah well they had poc and pnoc uh, back in my day yeah and then they combined it made it podc yeah Yeah.
1: i mean you look back and uh the instructors that were there were trying to help me out and uh used to be able to see your email all the way to the end of time or the beginning of time and uh, i sent an email to my branch manager and it's like it says surplus soldier but i'm not supply please help me get out of here she sent me a (laughs) cross. post to one two nine infantry. Ooh, 29th infantry. Yeah. Oh, wow yeah. well you Still know about know 29
0: because you were stationed there as well for those who don't know about 29th infantry and don't anybody attack me for making the statement of those who served in the 29th but the 29th was at least had a reputation at that time frame of people that um you know, you know they were in the t- tail end of their career you know exactly. They didn't want to go to third ID or at that time 197th Infantry Trader Brigade, whichever it was in this case. And yeah.
1: Yeah, 129 was a place where you could take a knee after one or two Iraq rotations. <laughs> but unfortunately they needed a privates too. And I yeah. was stuck there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So That's how long did you end up staying break. in that
0: unit? Uh, just about three years. Yeah. Well the benefit was, like you said, you have the opportunity because you're at Benning to go to Airborne School, Pathfinder. I mean you got all those schools, including Ranger School. All those school opportunities and they have a lot more slots that are, you know, open to the the binning personnel. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Yeah. So what did you end up yeah. going through while there? Uh I got my EIB,
1: got airborne. Um I had I think in my first it wasn't even an attempt, I had a ATAR slot for Ranger School in oh mm-hmm. five. And I ended up not even going. It's like the the time came and passed and I didn't even realize it. But uh, so. I re enlisted with it really because yeah. like nobody told you yeah I reenlisted for uh the 173rd okay and in 06 I made it there after some rough times in the 129 wow Yeah, I had a lot of fun as a young man got That's, slapped a little bit so mm, I showed up to the 173rd with a EIB airborne wings and nothing no rank <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like my, my grandfather told me this you know, he he got promoted three times and demoted three times in the <laughs> Navy, yeah. and uh, you know it's I, f- I forget who said it. It's an old saying, but you're, you're not a real Marine or you're not a real soldier yeah. if you don't have a some disciplinary action. They right? used to say that about
1: sergeants major, but uh, it's different nowadays. Yeah, it's <laughs> a, lot, a lot different nowadays. Yeah, no,
0: no, no, you're right. And, it, and my father actually used to um, talk about zipper stripes you know, that sometimes they wouldn't even sew them on. They would just put them on with a zipper because they knew they were going to take them <laughs> off. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, that was kind of, it, it was almost a rite of passage, right, back in the, you know, yeah. Korea, yeah. Vietnam, World War II, even back in that period, you know, um, you know a lot of those guys, that's what they talked about. You know, they yeah. went down to, to the club, you know, got into a brawl, everything else, got busted from E6, then worked their way back up, did it again, some other setting, yeah. and, yeah. Um, yep. yeah, creatures. so yeah. I took the long route. <laughs> so you get to 173rd Vincenza, right? Yes, sir. Okay. So, um, high speed unit, deep history. Oh
1: yeah. And At that time, uh, it was them and, uh, 187 out of, uh, Campbell, most deployed brigade infantry brigade in the army. So, uh, not long after I got there, we went to Afghanistan, but I, I loved it. I loved it. I was finally in the infantry when I had joined to be and, uh didn't last too long, my first deployment. Got a Moscow. Oh, shit. Yeah, 2007. Um, <coughs> an ambush. We were in vehicles still. Uh, the old Frag 5 Humvee, if you remember. Okay. Yeah. Um, the whole thing's heavy, heavily armored, except for the roof. Oh. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, you know, we were fighting some tough dudes up in northern uh, Nuristan. Um, yeah. You got Kunar province, mm-hmm. it's northeast. Then even north of that, you got Nuristan. And in 2007, we were the only uh, Americans, like conventional Americans yeah. at least, that were up yeah. there. And uh, they spanked us pretty good. Pretty good. We had went and scouted it out three days before. And uh, so when we came back three days later, they had set up a perfect ambush. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they would get their go. In the yeah. phase arranged school. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, they, I was in the lead truck, so they just pummeled on us. Stopped the whole convoy. fourth truck was also in the kill zone. Um So trucks two and three were not in the kill zone, but uh, they couldn't go anywhere. Everybody in my truck, I mean, it was like rockets hit and sucked the air out immediately. So we were stuck. Uh, The gunner's down, everybody's down. We had to run back 100 100 meters or so to the second truck. Um, And they always say like, you know, plan your CCP. Yeah. In real life, the CCP is where the wounded guys stop running. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But the, what I say about the frag fight Humvee and the roof is like a, the roof was Swiss cheese. People in the Humvee got hit in the in the, the face and the knees everywhere. So it was great yeah. from the side though.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I could hear the machine gun rounds tinging off my door. Yeah, How did they you got that
2: rocket right in? There. You were in. Oh yeah. You were in some pretty hilly terrain. I'm guessing. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, North is pretty hilly.
1: Yes. Um. It. I mean. It's the, it's the bottom of the Himalayas,
2: is isn't it? It is. It's it's
1: the uh, foothills of the Himalayas. It's the Hindu Kush, Um, where they hit us. I mean, you can find it on Google Maps right now. It's a single lane road. Mm -hmm. So back in 2007, they weren't too keen on blowing up their only road. Right. So we did have to worry. We didn't have to worry too much about IEDs. But the road's going north, barely two lanes. I mean, it's enough. Like if you ran into somebody, they'd have to pull over for you to get by. Yeah. On your left side, you got almost sheer cliff, and that's where they were. On the right side, you got the Kunar River, just beautiful white water, Mm -hmm. nowhere to go. Yeah. So perfect ambush.
0: Oh my God, man! So how did you get out of that situation? Oh, I ran. (laughs) Um, So, uh,
1: you know, the first they sunk that first rocket right in the back of the Humvee. Okay. And uh, if you remember back in those days, they had like that steel sliding door that didn't do Mm -hmm. anything. Um, it's all that shrapnel right? came forward, mm-hmm. missed main, me, I mean, and you could see my neck—it's all peppered up. My arms, but uh, the big chunks mixed, missed main, hit my driver and my uh, gunner. Okay. Um, but you know, I was completely <laughs> out of it. Uh, bad concussion. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently our TC uh, Sergeant Bennett—he mm-hmm. told everybody to get out, dismount right—and uh, I didn't realize it. So I—I I saw my buddy leave. And I climbed over the seat and uh, got out. I saw my buddies running and one with, without a foot. Holy and um, I remembered I had crawled over a rifle. So I thought my, my buddy Finley was still in there. And I, I yelled back, Finley. And uh, then I realized, like, the whole... I was the kill zone. Yeah. <laughs> the whole ambush was now shooting at me. And I got the heck out of it. Sawgunner, 21 years old. I must have ran, like, a four flat. <laughs> It was, I was moving, I was moving and I ran to the CCP where everybody stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I thought I was, there's was a lot of rumors back in those days. There were, I mean a lot of rumors. And, uh, one of the rumors I had heard growing up in the army was, uh, if you don't hear the blast, that means you're dead. Oh. So I didn't hear the blast at all. <clears throat> and I, I kept hearing funny cause like the last thing my ear heard was the blast so I, I kept hearing it throughout the day. Mm. Um, strangely enough, the ear was, the eardrum was gone. But uh, so I thought I'm done. I'm done. I was praying for God to let me in, not to save me, because I was, I was checked out and I was just help, you know helping my buddies. But uh, um, aircraft came in finally. I mean it was a while. We were up there. Um, you saw the gunships escorting them, and they couldn't get to us because we were right there on that. Road in a, in a valley, mm-hmm. so uh, the aircraft landed like 2k away from us. Um, there was a spot in the road that leveled out a little bit, they came in on one wheel, touched down. Oh, wow! Yeah, the guy uh jumped out. We we met uh, Kasvac'd over to them. Yeah, funny story that was what 15 years ago, 07 to 22. Yeah, um, June 2nd. I remember Mike, uh, I'll have to remember his name. I don't want to waste too much time trying to remember his name, but I remember his name, mm-hmm. the, the flight medic. And I looked him up on Global. Nice. <laughs> I found his name, socom.mil. And uh, I sent him an email. I was like, hey, you remember me? He's straight up. I didn't even give him any information. Yeah. He was like, yeah, that's when we landed on one wheel, came in. Got wow. you. They got wow. in trouble because they filled up a 60 they filled up a 60 with seven dudes
2: <laughs> holy
1: smokes other medevacs came in to help and there was nobody left because
2: they, they got just, in trouble they, uh, they got in
1: trouble for wow. taking too many so they say oh, yeah well, i mean but it's, you fit seven
2: dudes on a 60 no problem
1: yeah well two on a litter, guys everywhere i mean i stepped yeah. on my buddy's wounded bullet hole leg you know
2: yeah i mean it's not pretty but
1: yeah yeah but uh that was a was an interesting time very surreal that flight out of there yeah. but uh i finally it, got
2: at what point did you decide that you weren't going to die because of that rumor that you didn't hear the blast
1: when i was oh, on the aircraft
2: okay it
1: was so surreal seeing the yeah. world fly by wow that's it yeah so how
2: how bad were your injuries then you ended up in uh germany and then yep. back in the states no it
1: didn't launch okay um out of the 10 of us that were wounded seven got medevaced uh me and okay. my buddy were the only ones ambulatory. Okay. Uh, but I was the least. Most of my stuff was superficial. Okay. I had a tourniquet on. Okay. And that killed my arm for a good three months. Holy unfortunately. Three months. And then the dependent membrane blown out. But uh, yeah. I was, uh, I went to stool and I was the only one of them who was uh, outpatient. Really? Yeah. I did not I didn't like know that. they did that. No, so you is, were
2: kind of all alone. Indeed. Wow.
1: Indeed. How's that, how's
2: the outpatient set up your so this little is, apartment or
1: something? Or? No, this is 07. Okay. Um, pre warrior transition unit. Right. Um, we went back to Kleber concern. Okay. And, uh, you're, you're, uh, st- sleeping in these bays with a bunch of other dudes that like, you know, I broke my hand. Oh, I ripped my hand open. They were pink belly and me for my birthday. Like no other combat oh, injury okay. guys. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I had just been through some serious stuff. Yeah. So <clears throat> I was laying there, and my, the silence was deafening. It was super loud in my ear. Mm-hmm. And I tried to, like, go sit in the, in the uh, day room. Mm-hmm. And some sergeant's like, you better go to sleep. I like, <laughs> couldn't even explain to her. So they got much better at taking wow. care of wounded guys. Wow. But uh, I, uh, I would pull in a chair into my buddy's rooms, and I would yeah. just stay there as long as I could.
2: Yeah yes yeah, that makes sense
1: yeah yeah
2: it's probably all you wanted to do was just <coughs> be with those guys
0: absolutely yeah it's absolutely so they all make it out
1: yes everybody who was met yes we lost uh jake lowell uh got shot in the heart a few times um after he got back up into the gun after he got shot the first time holy shit and then we lost our turp. so Damn. but everybody else still alive today talk to wow. him once a year at least yeah
0: no doubt um what i mean this is 15 years ago so how how did the army at that time frame in these early days deal with some of the you know traumatic brain injury post-traumatic stress and, and those yeah. types of things because it's much different today than what it was back then
1: well, Right. it uh i think it is I, yeah. I think i was right there in that sweet spot though oh mm-hmm. seven we'd been in afghanistan for six years by that time right iraq for a few as well so i think it was getting a lot better i saw i saw the transitions the warrior transition unit that they created like back then in 07 100 wounded guys i mean it was like they took care of you too they keep you employed but they'd make sure you get everything you need yeah um i I did have tbi Uh, i hear it nowadays used as a oh he's got a tbi i was like that's not how i remember it (laughs) but uh yeah and uh they uh this is before they were like they had sensors in your helmet and stuff yeah but they just told you to do puzzles <laughs> yeah and uh and ptsd they were working hard on ptsd back then they were working hard on it and i, I think i told you earlier i wanted to speak about yeah pete my you get thought a, little bit
2: of a different perspective on ptsd i do
1: well a little bit a little yeah. bit i mean what 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 leads you up to that moment definitely it's 50 percent of what it is but uh I I watched like my guys who were in that room together. I mean, it was it was you know three in this room, three in the other room, and then me. And uh, we talked about it. We talked about what happened. Um, you know, so many what if, like if I would have just checked the draw, if, if this, this, and that. But we talked about it daily. And I think that the best way to one of the best ways to beat PTSD is to instantly. Talk about it as much as you can with the guys you experienced the traumatic event with. And that's also like, you know, car crash, yeah, abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. Like that, in my opinion, my experience, the guys that were in that room did a lot better than uh, the guys that got shipped to the States almost immediately. Really? Yeah. And I have
0: no nightmares, yeah. no nothing. Sleep peacefully. Sounds like we got a five-tone or something going by. Yeah um that's pretty amazing and has i mean i guess they don't apply that in any way now um i'm not sure i hope they do yeah because i mean how much have they recognized how beneficial that is i mean i know they have group therapy but it's normally not with the same guys
2: you know and i I i'm speaking a little about a little outside of my area of expertise but i i think that there are so many options out there when it comes to um, conventional behavioral health, mm-hmm. you know, then talk therapy and stuff, it's and and their methods are researched. That's why they're doing them, and that doesn't, you know. So one may hold more weight than the other, or maybe that technique just doesn't have as much literature supporting it, or, or whatever it may be, you know. But it's, you know, we have it's a it's a big ship, right? The mental health ship, because oh, yeah. you know we've got all these decades of you know innovating this discipline and you know the things that have worked for so long like it may be outdated but they've been working sort of so they keep using them it's kind of like the army i think Mm -hmm. just slow to change maybe yeah but i do think that you know i haven't really had that experience where something bad's happened and i've had an opportunity to talk about it with my boys over and over again um not some not an event that i was directly in but you know Mm-hmm. Helicopter crashes with an adjacent platoon or something, mm. and your buddy's on there. And, you know, so you talk about it a lot for the whole deployment. But I do, I will say this I know that um, I, I wouldn't have the expertise to know the e- mechanism, but the f- the isolation, I mean, that's got to be devastating. Man. Oh, yeah. Absolutely devastating to be hurt and alone and surrounded it, by people that you
0: it, don't. And it's hearings lost, So that means you're. You're listening to either a noise or silence, but either way, it's not the noise you should be hearing. You know, people walking yeah, by and everything. You're inside your head um, that oh, much yeah. more. Yeah. Did the the ear? The, the, did they do that anything
1: for that? Like a oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get down a big rabbit hole on this one, but uh, <laughs> when I came back, they found out I had a recurrence of cancer. What the? <laughs> so I had to go through uh, chemotherapy get rid of that and then um less than a year later they they fix my ear they pull my ear forward grafted me a new eardrum works like a charm holy shit so wait 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 you know (laughs)
2: yeah we're we're like in here with the
1: indestructible
0: man oh oh, yeah i mean
1: i bleed trust
0: me yeah i mean um so so you go in there they they did they conduct any x-rays or anything at that moment uh no so I, in other words they didn't catch it in the very beginning in any way or no, i I had had, a, no I, had I had
1: testicular cancer
0: when I was nineteen okay
1: and uh they cut it out I was like, oh you look great you no know, uh my tumor markers were chill I mean everything cool. was looking great deployed and um and I came back I was like doc I, something feels right i had a i think it's called guy guy gyna- 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 yeah, yeah. And I wasn't doing anything that causes gynecomastia. You know? Right. <laughs> anyway, uh, and they ran some tests. They ran tumor marker tests. and my um, Tumor markers were 11,000.
2: What, what should they be? Yeah, what's Zero. good? Zero. Zero is good. <laughs> An <laughs> HCG
1: tumor marker test is a, is a pregnancy test. So what? I've gotten plenty of looks from the guy behind the counter at the pharmacy. Like, what the heck? <laughs> really? Yeah, they, t- they test uh, HCG. A woman's body produces it when she's pregnant. So Okay. And a man's body's producing it, it's not good, right? Okay. And I'm not a doctor, so. Yeah. There's, but, there's other stuff behind that. but yeah. So they tested me, it was 11,000. And back, it's supposed to be zero. It's supposed to be zero. They came back a week later, or uh, three weeks later, it was 66,000. Holy yeah. shit. it was, it That's was really bad, right? I, it uh, is. Uh, Lance Armstrong's, I can't remember if, uh, from this book, Not About the Bike. This was like 120,000. Wow. so mine had systuppled <laughs> in less wow. than a month yeah so uh they started chemo um she's like we're starting chemo tomorrow <laughs> wow yeah, wow so. and i had just been able to snap my fingers again from having that tourniquet oh, on man. Like i lost them.
0: so did you have to yeah so you had to go full uh full physical therapy. therapy yeah occupational okay yeah wow yeah so wow. i always look at that as a
1: it was a big uh, a big miracle in disguise.
0: Yeah, yeah, because if you wouldn't have been at least held there, oh, yeah. you wouldn't have been going through that, then they wouldn't wouldn't have oh. discovered it maybe early on. Yeah. Sometimes you got to get blown up. So you, know, you have cancer. Yeah. All right, so yeah. you're on your Smoke. you're on your third life now. And how many do you have? <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. I yeah. don't <laughs> we talk to you long enough. We might
1: find out if you're
0: on your fourth <laughs> or fifth. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, so um You went back to 173rd, I'm assuming, right?
1: Indeed. Uh, So the WTU, uh, they were smart about that. They had set up a a company um, that had an attachment in Vicenza. So all those boys, like if you've seen the movie, uh, oh my goodness, I can't remember. uh, I found this on the web. Sorry, Siri. Uh, (laughs) Restrepo. So all those Restrepo boys in BCO 2503. Like We were there together. All those dudes I was in the 170, or I was in the WT with, and we were okay. on Ederley in Vicenza together, um, and we were just all working for an RTD, most of us. So yeah, I was in Vicenza when I when I finally got that RTD, Return to Duty. I went right; they re-arrived me back in Vicenza, which gave me another three years there. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah that's great a full reset nice. that's cool yeah, it was very cool
0: so you didn't have to worry about re or anything but you did have the option if you wanted to to stay if you re-enlisted oh i, I mean i had
1: uh i I, f- I can't remember how much time i had on my contract at that time i think it did i think i did have to re-enlist but they just instead of pcsing yeah, yeah. I to stay in italy for another few and wow. they absolutely um they wanted to move me through chemo they wanted to move me to america and uh, I, I did not want to go. I wanted to be in the 173rd. All my yeah. all my buddies were there. Yeah. <clears throat> Me, and my buddy Andy Carlson. We got wounded together, and we we were each other's non-medical attendants going back and forth to Germany. So nice. I didn't want to leave anywhere. That yeah. was that was where I was going to get the healing I really needed. Right. So had you met your wife at that point as well? Uh, right after I met her family already, but right after chemo. When I met my wife, no eyebrows, no hair, no nothing. Wow.
0: <laughs> so she saw so, so you totally in your worst. Oh, yeah. Was she yeah. your nurse? <laughs> no, she wasn't. Okay. She wasn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very, very yeah. cool. Yeah. So, um, nice work. Strong moves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strong moves. I had something going for me then. Yeah, right. Where'd you go after the 173rd then?
1: Uh, the 173rd, I, uh, after my second deployment with them, I went back to Fort Benning. Okay. I was an instructor. Uh, my we just had our first kid. My wife was tired of me being gone, so I decided let's take a little break. Went to Fort Benning. I was a black hat for a little bit. Um, had an interesting Airborne school. Yeah. Oh yeah, had an interesting job right in the middle driving for a general, which turned out to be a lot of fun. Really? Oh yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. Made some a very good friend with uh, I think major now major okay. James Barker. Shout out to him. Nice. Uh, he was the aide, and then I uh, went back to the 507th, and uh, I was a Pathfinder instructor
0: okay so um e6 when you came to airborne school
1: uh, i was uh, about to be in e6 I was okay
0: 5P. yeah uh, trying to make points and then you went pathfinder which meant you got to stay at benning for just a little bit longer yes i finished out about a year there yeah okay yeah. yes sir when did you go to uh ranger school then uh 173rd or when you got back no I, uh, actually at
1: the end of my year driving for that general mm-hmm. he's like brian i want you back on the line with a ranger tab asap nice. so i uh, when i was done with him right before i went pathfinder i went to ranger school
0: yeah see the beauty again of being, i'm telling you being at benning has its perks oh, yeah. i mean there's absolutely there are negative yeah. aspects but benning has its perks if you want to get the trinkets and go to the great schools Indeed. so yeah so um you went uh, to ranger school first time through
1: uh, i I went straight through Derby, straight through mountains, straight through mountains, straight through Florida.
0: <laughs> so, yep. Yeah. Paul relates. Nice, <laughs> nice. Right here. That right here I recycled.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. Joe! So when uh you went through that then that would have put you at about uh what, two thousand eight, nine time frame? No, no, that was
1: uh, that was two thousand thirteen. It was a lot
0: later. Okay.
1: Uh, I went through range school as a staff sergeant later in my nice. career.
0: So you would have been how old at that time frame then? Oh, 28? Yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah, 28. It's See, what? there's a theme it's... here. I, I mean, again, we've talked about it in earlier episodes, but it seems like um, you know, if you come through a little bit older through ranger school, your mind's right. You know? You're, <laughs> yeah. You know? It definitely was not the hardest thing I'd ever done,
1: and I relate that to yeah. everybody. To, yeah. I mean, everybody listening. Just remember, there's 150 or so people that graduate ranger school every month the hardest part is getting here yeah so just get here and
0: do it well and i've heard um a lot of folks what they basically say is just um don't quit you know yeah, absolutely yeah. don't don't check out don't self-select just uh, yeah. stay in you know type of thing you know, stay know, in the fight
1: mre to mre just do it
0: yeah <laughs> that's a good way to look at it mre to mre you know, most of the time yeah. it's telephone pole to telephone pole you yeah, know yeah. as you're walking well, but it's funny <laughs> you said that because i'm like man
2: i can picture myself taking a knee in florida and like grazing and i'm like <laughs> I just, I I just got to walk a little bit more and I can do this again. Yeah.
1: That's funny. I, I would go to that. my happy place Yeah. I and mean, we would get a meal and throw my poncho over me and just eat it. And I was like, oh, happy. I was the hungry ranger, not the tired yeah. ranger. Okay, yeah. I was not a
2: sleepy ranger. I walked yeah. out of Florida. I think I had two MREs. <laughs> yeah. But pro tip, I don't know if they still make the cheese and veggie omelet. It has the most calories and nobody wants it. And you can get it for like a pound cake. You'd be like, here's a main meal and a pound cake, and now you've got one and a half MREs. Okay. And if you trade a spaghetti, the spaghetti and meatballs MRE is like 860 calories. It's like 1400 in the cheese and veggie omelet. You're you're doubling yeah. your money if you can get that doctor smart waffle down your neck. You count
1: calories in this school.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Very 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 smart. Um, <laughs> rid
1: yourself of the tuna. Do not
2: take the tuna. <laughs> oh, no, no, that was the worst one. <laughs> That's like 600 calories. Yeah, I mean,
1: real stomach cramp I ever had in my life. felt like a dagger going in my stomach. <laughs> I had a friggin'
0: tuna for my morning meal. Oh, Don't. Gross, man. Yeah,
1: yeah. no, that,
2: that tuna meal was trash.
0: <laughs> so when you end up uh, leaving here, you go back to uh, Ranger School, you go back to Pathfinder School? Uh, Yes, yeah, I, uh, I went back
1: to Airborne for a little while um, and then took pathfinder for about a year
0: okay oh Great so time. it was in between I, i'm sorry yes, i was thinking it went and you tracked on no, no, you not, call not, me sir again no, but you know that's right it tra- <laughs> tracks on so i was thinking it was airborne pathfinder then they told you to go to uh, ranger school not the in between no, I, yeah, it, yeah. no
1: my three years of betting at that time airborne general ranger airborne for a little bit and then pathfinder okay um where'd you go after pathfinder back to the 173rd oh did you really oh, how'd yeah. you hook that up Oh, back then it was easy. Yeah, 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 I worked for a general. He helped me out. Right. right. <laughs> and I loved I loved the 173rd. Yeah. And great unit. Yes. Gi- great unit. And uh, great history.
2: Yeah. Well, and you guys made a lot more in Afghanistan. <clears throat> Y'all did a lot. That or... was our
1: playground for a while. Mm-hmm.
2: So, yeah. I think 14
1: yeah. they stopped going. Is that right? Yeah. When I mean, they came back from the 13 deployment. Uh that they called sense. it quits. That makes sense.
0: Well, yeah. I didn't even know that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, we were drawn
2: down in fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 drew down, and
0: a lot of guys stopped going. Okay. Um, so, is that what that is? Yeah. So we're gonna hear the backup beeping here in just a second. <laughs> is that uh, door closed all the way, Rob? Yeah. Okay. Actually, um, no big deal. It's you know these uh, thin walls. Swan, you know right? they have. We here. did
2: we did an episode with me getting shot at in Panama. So yeah. we not a big deal. We didn't put that's the proper far, request
0: into Fifth uh, Regiment. I mean Fifth the uh, ranger training battalion about having solid walls and soundproof rooms and the whole bit you know next time we'll make sure we can cue it up
1: yeah best spots the raid site out there really just be in the woods you'll be fine
0: (laughs) no vehicles (laughs) i like it i like it we can do that um so uh, the only problem is we won't have any power. That's all. we have to get oh, a generator and bury yeah, it. We have plenty of generators. Yeah, there you go. See, now we're hooked up. Um, so after, uh, or you went back to 173rd and stuff, how, how long did you end up spending this route? Another four years. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So 10 all together now. Wow. Um, I was there,
1: I, I got there, took a squad, and uh, came down the E-7 was pretty fast. Um, they gave me a platoon pretty much right when I made the list. And... Uh, or platoon sergeant, and uh, platoon sergeant time was by far the pinnacle of my career. It was so fun. Um, I took an infantry platoon for about a year and a half, about a year and a half, I think yeah. it was, and then uh, they moved me to the recon platoon and for another year. Nice. Had a blast. Wow, that's awesome. We didn't deploy mm-hmm. to any. Um, I mean, we went to Turkey for three months operational deployment. Yeah. Didn't get didn't get any combat deployments as a platoon sergeant, but just is what it is
0: so on the people are going to be listening to this and they're going to go robert you didn't dive deep enough into the recon piece of it talk a little bit about that that oh. experience
1: so as you know as you may know every battalion every infantry battalion usually has a reconnaissance platoon um and my first sergeant hhc well the HAC first sergeant usually gets to ask for who he wants he picked me Paparella used to be a uh, an RI here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: he was in the sniper section at three seven five. There are
1: hundreds of people with a ranger tab on their sleeve right now that yeah. are terrified when I say Paparella. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they should be. He's an animal. But uh, he was
1: uh, he was um, in regiment and he was a sniper as like an old man while he was waiting. Yeah. So uh, he turned the recon platoon into the sniper platoon <laughs> in the first of the five hundred third. So. Uh, It was great. I I did not have any reconnaissance experience, experience, so I was a little worried about taking the job, but uh, I just ran it like I'm here to feed them, get them what they need, get them where they need to go, get them in schools, and uh, it was a lot of fun for a year. Since we had stopped deploying, it was uh, training rotation, training rotation, and sniper comps all over Europe. Uh, Very cool. Two weeks in Ireland. You guys did pretty
2: well in those sniper comps, your boys.
1: Um. The ones that were televised maybe <laughs>
2: i mean we okay. uh,
1: we were in uh czech republic yeah we were, we were shooting against uh um russians like the alpha yeah. russian alpha anti-terrorism unit the um belarusian anti-terrorism unit yeah uh, israelis i mean we were against some really good dudes so. well and that's a different
2: if you don't know a lot about
1: snipers, you think they're
2: all created equal, but you know, you take a police sniper and you take a military sniper, or you mm-hmm. take a high level counter terror sniper, like, like these guys and they're, you know, they're going to have to shoot around hostages and in and civilians and, and things like that. And the military sniper, you know what it called it skill level one sniper, I guess. Um, yeah. You, you got to put a bullet in a guy and slow him down so you can shoot him again or so your machine gun can get on him or so your indirect can get on him. You know, it's, Completely different, still a precision game, but you know whereas i'm going to be much much faster than a police sniper like I don't have to kill you with one shot, and I don't really want to, hmm. you know because you can feel mine, and then you can feel the rest of the platoons while you're laying there trying to crawl away, and that's how I felt about it, but these guys I mean I've shot against like sWAT snipers stuff yeah. like that, and the precision man, because they're like all right, I got to be left eyeball all day, not. Somewhere yeah. in that headshot, left eyeball, because the right eyeball is covered by a hostage or what have you. So
1: one of my snipers, uh Tough. one of the events, they had this this mask that was like uh it was made by some pretty thick material. Mm-hmm. And they hung a little tiny balloon on it, and that was the oh. terrorist behind the hostage. Wow. <laughs> and my sniper just blew <laughs> his face off. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get it as a pcs present you know yeah. oh that would have been great <laughs> it's like this isn't our competition guys yeah no. wow well it's not i don't even think the equipment is really comparable yeah everybody's yeah. shooting 338 everybody's yeah. shooting 338 lapua yeah. i mean bolt, flat all bolt, bolt guns oh yeah yeah um yeah 600 meter moving the guys with 338 didn't even have to lead the target Holy just shoot smokes. just flat and it was yeah up against you. giants you can't you can't compete three three eight versus you guys
2: are shooting 308? We were shooting three zero
1: eight. We we had a three zero eight gun and yeah. a three hundred
2: uh, Win Mag yeah. gun, but three still the Win Mag gets you a little closer, I guess, and in the yeah. intermediate. But
1: yeah, my uh, better sniper was on the on yeah. the uh, oh my gosh, I can't remember. Yeah. It was on three zero eight. Yeah. <laughs> Did you end up so, going through sniper school there then? I didn't. Uh, my first arm wanted me to go because um, we had sniper school, and then we had ISTC does a sniper school. <clears throat> i think that's 10th group in germany mm-hmm. okay. um, and then they have uh urban sniper like really great courses cool. i had all these guys though who are non-sniper qualified i'm like i'm here for a year so yeah. i did not want to take one of their slots i would love it but what's what's bravo four going to do for me as a First class
0: yeah right not right right no, but i learned a lot from them boys yeah so yeah yeah i bet you did did you end up coming here uh directly after that i did did you ask for here
1: that gets a little dark Uh, I mean uh, I did ask for sixth okay my brother-in-law and uh, his wife were at sixth I loved the place I mean it was beautiful I asked for sixth and I don't even want to say this but uh, you don't have to well the um, the guy who was supposed to put me on order for fifth passed away oh shoot and I got or excuse me sixth and I got fifth instead Uh, and uh, uh, but but thank god I love 5th RTB. I love it. There's a lot, I could talk for 10 minutes about it.
0: Well, and that's exactly where we'll go next. Yeah, so yeah. when you got here, what was your expectation? I mean, you went through the program, but it's a little bit different. Now you're coming on the other side, right? You're coming <laughs> on yeah. the dark side.
1: I mean, of course, uh, I go to the one place where I recycled.
0: That. <laughs> that's true. I didn't yeah, think about uh, that, right? I was worried about the school system. <laughs> Maybe you'll get it right this time, yeah, Thomas. Yeah. I mean, I've done,
1: uh, I've done 34 cycles now. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 34 wow. plus the two I did first time. <laughs>
0: um,
1: but I went. I was worried about everything. School systems, mm. um, just being in Georgia again. Um, but fifth RTB. Uh, this is where this is the walk phase. So yeah. Darby, uh, we're trying different things right now. But Darby is still where you you learn your squad tactics, mm-hmm. and that's what really makes Ranger School a school for everybody. It's not just a school for the eye bullet kid. Yes um you know you have you, know, you have pv2s coming mm-hmm. to this course right so they do squad tactics in Derby. and then they get here and it's just it's cool I'll walk around but it's a you're, you're drinking from a fire hose on platoon yeah. operations
2: yeah
1: and uh i mean there's stuff i learned when i got back here i was like i don't even remember that from the first time yeah. whether i was sleeping or <laughs> falling asleep i should yeah. say um but my expect i mean I had expectations that this would be the toughest one to work at because you're walking the mountains, but, uh, I mean, I love it. I absolutely love it. You make such an impact on these guys here because, I mean, six, you're running. They're a little more hands-off on you. Um, so I was the, uh, when I got here, I was on the 20 team, which is the mountaineering team, and then I was the 20 team platoon sergeant. So I had a lot of time with the guys. Got to, got to teach them a lot. Um, but I
0: love it. We we happen to go down there today and uh, do the, uh, the the knots the yeah do the uh, learn mm-hmm. about the knots and um, I, I have to admit they they complimented us at the end of it and said that we were probably some of the better uh, ranger students and stuff but they said, they said you did better than the average ranger student yeah which I, is quite surprising
2: way better than the average ranger
0: student. <laughs> <laughs> so, you you could have stopped right there right <laughs> but you had to go there so anyway. Um, you know, it's it's a bit eye opening. I mean, and they tell us that you know through this thing when we were going through the training and and uh, learning, and of course we had the time we got went the uh, through the timing stations and stuff, and and you you see just um, how much you have to take in on a lower calorie um, diet, mm-hmm. um, less sleep, you yeah. know, so you're at your your worst state, not your peak and i'd like to think that we were relatively peak because we you know it's 10 o'clock you know in the yeah, morning something like, like that my prime you know well. we uh, <laughs> gosh. And, and uh you know the only you know we'd eat breakfast and the whole bed so at yeah. least we had cal we we were yeah we were <laughs> right exactly we were all the way there and stuff and so um it's a little bit different when you get here and you go through that course and all the stuff that you're having to take in it
1: you know? is a little bit different um because when you get here, you just came out of the FTX in Darby, and believe it or not, I mean Darby, I hated Darby the most. I didn't realize I, with that. I didn't realize 100%. I was actually droning in Darby. I mean, yeah. it's rough. Oh yeah. Uh, but when you get here, for the first four days, uh, you're getting at least you know maybe four hours of sleep a night. I can't mm-hmm. speak. That's on the company, right? So four to six hours of sleep at night. You're eating three hots, uh, well two hots and then an MRE. So you're doing. You're doing better than you were a week ago in Derby, but f- the first four days of mountains is the most fun you're going to have. The only fun you're going to have in Ranger School. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, especially I guys agree. who don't guys who don't climb. I mean, you're climbing, you're yeah. repelling. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, no, I can, yeah. I can I can attest to that. Just this having not gone through this course and then uh, experiencing it for the first time frame for uh, for me, you know, having the getting the knots straining, doing the tower. We didn't get a chance to go over um, to the, you know, the, the wall and everything, the cliff and everything. Cliff fell, and yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, we were running out of time and stuff. But um, I think it's so cool that, you know, what you're describing, um, people who are going through the course are absolutely going to have a blast. It's oh, yeah. And take it in that way. I know it's the yeah. course. I know you're in school and everything. But if you pay attention to the RIs who are, you know, consummate professionals and everything that they're describing and everything else you feel very confident about what you're about ready to undertake and um you guys are right there along the way and uh you know and kind of guiding these guys through this and stuff and so yeah it's a great experience and um but i can also see because of how tough it is Mm -hmm. why people recycle here yeah oh yeah oh yeah,
1: yeah and, and you know the army can take the fun out of it you're rappelling off a 60 foot cliff and you have your rifle on your back with your ruck on top of that it's like yeah. just digging in Yeah, of course they Super can make it fun. not fun but yeah recycling I mean you have to pass your patrols and sometimes from my experience it's really hard to get 50 dudes to do what you want them to do and, uh, I mean you'll get three shots but uh, yeah, <clears throat> I got it on my fourth <laughs> yeah. my fourth patrol and then you got peers and then
2: Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah, yeah no. There's just so much that can go wrong. Indeed. And I think that, you know I think you go at least this is kinda of how I remembered it, but I I kinda of went from like feeling pretty okay at the beginning of this, but obviously, you know, pretty taxed from Darby. And then like we got into the patrols and it was like I got no gas in the tank. Mm. And I got I trying to think how it worked i got pulled out of the uh first field problem on day one like we oh. had, we did the very first patrol and they're like you got to go and i jumped in the truck and it, it, i'd been in the field for all of like 12 hours i get in the truck and i'm like talking to the RIs, I'm Like this truck fucking stinks man <laughs> like man they can't we can't get you guys a better truck or like, what happened in here because it was just like Old roadkill in the sun.
1: I, I thought you were smelling yourself.
2: Yeah, I was. Oh, <laughs> I was. You're, because it smells like ammonia. Your <laughs> muscles break down. You know, and I, this is like you said. I'm getting you know four, five, six hours of sleep. You yeah. know, not consistently, but I'm getting okay sleep. And the work's not that hard. And I'm getting good meals. And you know, I'm doing is mountaineering stuff. But you know, at the end of it, and you do Mount Yona, and then you're in the field. It's like you just your reserves are zero. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah. holy smokes! And then I spent ten days here eating blueberry pancakes and uh, yeah. playing basketball with the RIs overhang. You know, I, <laughs> did, I didn't go to the overhang. Uh, we weren't allowed to. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, it was a, I was. You know, it's strictly dry, and you know, you you can go here, here, and to your detail, and that's it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I felt fucking great. I felt great, man. And then when the next cycle started, all my buddies that yeah. were in Darby phase are. Coming in like POWs. Yep. Like, <laughs> you got a belly. <laughs> yeah, i got a belly on it. My my friend uh James Morrow, he who probably has made the most attempts at Ranger School ever and not passed. And it's it's been a long time, so James forgot this wrong, forgive me. But he I think he, he did four or five attempts. Although my memory says six, but that, that's probably an exaggeration. Four
0: recycles
2: or like just attempts. That's not recycles, that's attempts. There were times he would go to Derby, recycle. Pass the second time. Go to mountains, oh, recycle. God. Pass the second time. I think he's been to Florida more than once, but I know he's been there. Iron well. Recycled day one. You know, like it, if it's bad and it can happen to you in ranger <laughs> school, it happened to James Morrow. Did, did he Did he get his? No. Oh, uh, finally, I think I don't know if they stopped sending him, because he, he he's tough, man. He just kept going. But this is like his second or third attempt he's he's just done darby face for like the third time this summer i think i could be wrong oh. and he comes walking from wherever he's coming from and he's holding his helmet up and i'm like hey, hey moro is that you and he's gonna head down and he's like oh what's up man <laughs> and i'm like what what are you doing with your helmet bro he's like oh i can't hold my head up my next two week yeah just like it's just sorry my next two weeks now i can't <laughs> hold my head up. he wasn't lying and I'm like, holy shit, you're not gonna make it, buddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We've tied helmets to rucks before. Oh my Get the rubbernecking.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, this was this was like fresh off the bus, day one here. Like he's, was, it wasn't like he was just coming out of the field or nothing. He just, that was his natural state at that point. Rough, man.
1: I wanted to add something. <clears throat> the smell is real. The smell is absolutely, go smell a dryer right now. It is real. Yeah. But uh, the worst. The worst is a uh, middle summer, air assault mission, packed ten, pack 10 ranger students on there and then shut the doors. I mean, they have to leave the doors open overnight. It is so really powerful. Yeah, it'll make wow. your eyes water. That RI sitting in there, it's like rough. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, don't, you don't realize it. No, but. you don't. I mean... And yeah. You can't smell yourself dying. And you're <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, Man, that's actually very apt. You guys, when you're like out in the woods and like if you you walk away from a patrol base or something, you can smell your way back, can't you? Pretty Sometimes. much.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially if you're downwind, you can smell the slit trench.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> with the slit trench and all that, the the stink ass rangers.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah. I don't
0: know. How long have you been here now? I just hit three years.
1: Okay. Uh a couple months ago. What's the next then? Well, today I finished my nineteenth year in the army.
2: Nineteen. Well, yep. so Congratulations. Yeah, so I'm going I'm
1: I'm in nineteen now and uh I got one year left.
0: Wow. So. so you're gonna ride it here? I am. Nice. Smart man. Retire out of here. Which is great because now this is the homestead, you know, you've got everything set up and <laughs> uh just be able to just walk out the door and start yeah. the next uh Chapter indeed.
1: uh If the wife goes for it, yeah. <laughs>
0: Remember, she's <laughs> Italian. Uh, yeah, barter yeah.
1: to not go back to Italy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, That's it's a rough thing to have to do that though. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be an American stationed in Italy yeah. than live in Italy as an mm. Italian. Yeah, I'm not the getting sport. political or anything, but you, you got perks. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. yeah. But uh, I mean, I bought a house here in nineteen. Think of that nineteen before the before the Boy, explosion. Had, yes. Oh, yeah. nice. so, Smart man. You're in a it. good position. Yeah, I mean, great school, Dawsonville, great school system. You got UNG. The kids can go to college here. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, not a bad place. Yeah. You know, and that's uh, one of the things that we mm-hmm. did want to highlight about this assignment because this this type of episode is not just necessarily in the things that we're talking about while we're here is not just for people who are going through the school and causing post traumatic stress for those who've been through, but also, um, you know. Really, also recruiting our eyes, you know, get the best of the best to want to come here and uh, replace you, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, great place, great place. Everybody wants Florida, but just
1: a couple things. Like, mean, great school systems here, mm-hmm. great land value, the highest BAH of all. Let's just be real, like the highest BAH of all the RTBs. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Very good point. Well,
2: no hurricanes. no no tornadoes Mm -hmm. Um, no flooding I guess you get flash floods in the canyons if the rains real bad you gotta
0: worry a little bit about the uh, icing and stuff Um, because you know if you got some I mean where we're staying in is like you know the the driveway we, we go up and then we'll go down and then around then we'll go back up a hill and you know it's in a neighborhood that's like cut literally carved into the side of a mountain you know and so yeah it's great for that reason but then when i'm thinking holy cow man if i were trying to leave here with it with ice on the yeah but you're from florida and you don't know how to drive (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) you don't think icy i mean i think of the
1: apocalypse snowstorm that hit atlanta in like 2015 i was here yeah they take care of you they dawsonville ago, they salt the roads before it even happens wow that's problem. that
2: is awesome just another great part well the other cool thing (laughs) that i i didn't know until after i graduated this course excuse me the the southern terminus of the appalachian trail is like yeah 10 miles five miles from Uh,
1: Springer mountain or springer mountain springer mountain parking lot
0: so actually our guest uh next guest that uh will probably be following your show is someone who is a former ranger that just walked the appalachian trail and he's ending up here and that's correct wow he went I guess north, north from to south. Yeah, to south. Okay. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But yeah. The, um, so he was like, yeah, yeah, actually I'll be in the AO, you know, type yeah. of thing. Uh, so... <laughs> But uh, you know a great area like you're talking about. It's in the mountains, uh, a lot of outdoor stuff that you can uh, you know do and stuff. You're really close to um, Tennessee border, and you know being able to do a lot of stuff up there. People come up here on vacation. You know, you got the Oconee River if you want to do some whitewater rafting and Lanier, yeah, Great Lake, great trout fishing, fly fishing. Yeah, Atlanta Atlanta. with the Braves, of course. You know, so what's not the love? Um, so I think that you're right. That a lot of people probably don't think of this assignment as being one of the better ones for our eyes, but I can tell you again, I can't stress enough the, the great professionals that we met while here and, uh, it, it speaks volumes. You guys have a really close knit family. We do. You know? Yeah.
1: I mean, no ranger student will say mountains was his favorite. So nobody wants to come back here, but they're lucky if they do.
2: Yeah. 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 They really are i agree i i thought that when i went through the course too i'm like this
1: is <laughs> this is the military <laughs> i could i could do this and then work here <laughs> camp frank merrill like yeah there are people that live downtown that don't know about this place yeah that's crazy and when i say i work at the ranger camp they think yeah. i'm a park ranger like a forest ranger yeah. there's
0: there's some beauty in that yeah. you know yeah need to whip out your Smokey the bear hat and you'll be yeah. good well all of my
1: all of my neighbors are civilians. Yeah, they nice. think I'm some special forces guy.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Ranger instructor. <laughs> yep, that's awesome. Yeah. Let me think that.
0: now I, I can totally relate to that. As a matter of fact, when uh, Fort Mac was here, you know, they had the housing department. You had to go check into, and you know, they'd lay out the map, and they go, "Well, so we have military that's over here, and military that's over here." And I go, "God, I'm so glad you laid that out. That's exactly where I don't want to live. You know, exactly. I'm going to go right here. You know, right where you didn't yeah. point." But, uh, yeah, there's something to be said about that. We get a chance to integrate your kids, get a chance to go to school and stuff. I mean, there's, there's good sides, you know, and there's good so both sides of it and stuff. But, yeah. um, certainly for you, this is your last leg. I'm sure your kids are loving that, you know, that not having to worry about travel as much. Yeah. And, you know,
1: stabilization.
0: Yeah. It's a big deal. It's important, especially when they start getting a age of middle school and high yeah. school and I stuff a like teenager. that. There you go. It's a big deal. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. Thomas, man, I appreciate you coming on the, the podcast. This yeah, has been pleasure. tremendous and sharing your journey and how you got here and why you're here. And I wish you nothing but the best, man, as you walk out the door and start the new chapter. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah it's been a pleasure. Yeah. All ours.